Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Taz and Jim and Groundhog Day is on Sunday. Technically, it's on Sunday, which is also Super Bowl Sunday, which is why this year we've decided to celebrate Australian Groundhog Day. <laughs> Tomorrow, so Groundhog Day Eve, technically in Australia, they're a day ahead of us. Mm-hmm. It will be Groundhog Day tomorrow. And we're not using a groundhog. Sticking with the theme, we've got a little kangaroo. Jimmy the Joey is going to be with us at the Pierside Pub in Port Stanley as we broadcast live tomorrow. Festivities start around 10 o'clock, so if you're in Port Stanley, you want to make the drive out to the area, show up at the Pierside Pub. We'll be up on the balcony with the kangaroo. The kids will be able to meet and greet the kangaroo. There's treats for everybody. The bar will be open because Doug Ford said said it's okay for us to start getting uh, our buzz on at 9 in the morning now. Thanks, Doug. Just for days like this, yeah, too. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Special <laughs> occasions like Australian Groundhog Day. <laughs> We will be passing around a bucket to raise money for the Australian wildfire relief. So whatever you can spare, we would appreciate it. But it's going to be a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, you'll have the uh, your Wyerton Willies, your Puxatawney Phils doing their thing. Uh, we may not be the most accurate prediction, but we will be the first prediction. Okay? Mm-hmm. Let you know if there's going to be an early spring or not. Now, if PETA had their way... There wouldn't be any animals predicting the weather anymore, Jim. Yeah, no, they have a great idea. PETA always come up with the best ideas. They're saying, hey, guys, let's replace Wyerton Willie and the rest of the groundhogs with an AI-controlled robot. <laughs> what the hell? Does the robot look like a groundhog? They haven't got into specifics. They're just <laughs> Can saying- we call it Beyond Groundhog? <laughs> They haven't said if it's going to be like an animatronic, like one of those animatronic animal bands. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to pop out like whack-a-mole. Hey! Oh, it's an early spring, kids. Uh, uh, no, they just say use the AI, use com- like use computer technology to predict uh, whether it's going to be an early spring based on like actual readings. And that's that's the opposite of what the point, like we have meteorologists you don't want, like, we don't want an accurate science-based prediction. We want a mythological, nature-based, yeah. Prediction from yeah, a groundhog. From, from Mother Earth. From an animal. Yeah. I don't know what kind of lives groundhogs live, but I would assume that uh, that Wyerton Willie has a pretty good life going. Yeah, it's better than getting shot with a twenty two by Strathroy. Because <laughs> you're, <'cause> you're <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it. farmer's field. A hundred percent. Well, Beyond Groundhog Day could be coming. An AI. Imagine that's how the human race becomes extinct. The groundhog robots rise up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Looks like nuclear winter is coming. (laughs) My prediction (laughs) is nuclear winter. These heritage designations here in London, Ontario seem a little bit crazy. We've been talking about this. Big story this week was Nan Finlayson, who lives over on Warncliffe near Springbank. She lives on Stanley Street, which is right uh, at Warncliffe, the underpass there that they want to widen. City's like, we we need your house because that's where the road is going to be when we're done this project. Nan's like, no. 
it's this home has a lot of history. I'm not moving. They said, well, we'll we'll pay five hundred thousand dollars then to move your house across the street. Nan's like, nah, I ain't budging. Well, the city voted to take her home anyways this week. So it's it's coming down. Yeah, I mean, for the good of the city, I mean, it's still, I guess, debatable, but the debate is over now. But, you know, we're widening Warncliffe for the future of the city. It's for the best. So we started looking around at some of these other heritage designations in London, and there was one case that was ongoing involving an old barn in Byron that was dilapidated. The roof had caved in on itself. This thing looked like a hunk of junk. Mm Mm-hmm. Some neighbors were saying, oh, it's a historical barn. I can remember back in the day I'd drive into Byron and I'd see that barn and I'd know I was almost home. It's 130 years old. Yeah. And the guy who owns the the property is like, well, I don't want to fix this barn. It's going to cost me $100,000. Well, the city voted last night to make it a historical building. So this guy's on the hook. He would be on the hook to repair the barn. What? But mysteriously, mm-hmm. through the night, the barn has collapsed completely. Jim, you've got the article from CTV News there. Yeah, it's not collapsed like, oh, that wall fell over. It's like <laughs> in rubble, to completely destroyed. <laughs> the city just voted to make it a historical building. Yeah. Coincidentally, it no longer exists. Here's what we know. 9.30 p.m. Dong, dong. Neighbors noticed there was some noise coming from the property. <laughs> 9.45 p.m. Don't, don't. A backhoe, allegedly with no lights on, was running around the property doing some work. Don't, don't. 5 a.m. Barn is completely in shambles on the ground. No longer exists. <laughs> now, this guy who owns a property, this is like a, to me... This is like a Canadian hero. I, I love this. So <laughs> CTV calls him. Obviously, this is there's going to be a lot of questions here. CTV calls him and said, what happened to the barn? He goes, what happened to the barn? Well, the barn's down, said John McLeod in a brief phone interview with CTV London. And then the interviewer asked McLeod if uh, somebody tore it down with a backhoe. And he said, quote, kind of looks like that, doesn't it? Shucks, I don't know, but sure looks Jeez. like it. Yeah, I don't know. I was sleeping. I'm a heavy sleeper. <laughs> Did somebody trespass on my property? Maybe. And tear my barn down with a backhoe? I am so angry about this. Could have been a could have been a backhoe, but I tell you, I didn't see any lights. <laughs> those darn teenagers. And they're all oh, those darn hipsters always looking for rustic wood pieces for their next art. Did somebody reclaim my barn? <laughs> So the barn's gone. The, the barn's gone. Neighbors are allegedly upset. Um, it's probably one or two people. You know it always is with these stories. The noise complaints, the, the, the historical buildings. Now, there's some buildings that definitely deserve to be historically preserved. This is a barn on some guy's property. It's not open to the public. You mm-hmm. can't, you know, it was... It had caved in on itself. He, he had applied to take it down in 2008, and he was granted permission. Yes, they gave him permission to take it down. He should have done it the next day. That's the problem. Because you know what? I don't call that a heritage building task. I call it an eyesore if I was a neighbor. And I feel like those would be more 
the complaints you would get. Yeah, we tear that piece of crap down. We get it. A lot of these subdivisions used to be farmland. There used to be barns where there's now neighborhoods all over the place. Mm-hmm. But give this guy a break. You told him he could tear it down. 10 years ago, and then you change your minds? It's not fair to them. And it seems outrageous just to put a random citizen on the hook for hundreds of thousands of dollars for something he did not sign up for. If the city was going to pay to restore the barn, different story. Okay, that's fine. And neighbors, if you like it so much, you should have bought the property when it was for sale. Yeah. Or make a donation. Yeah. Give the guy $50,000 each, and mm-hmm. maybe uh, maybe he'll renovate the barn, make it better than ever. As much as I call this guy a hero, this is probably a really dumb move. Yeah. He is not going to come out on top of this one. And by the way, who knows if he had any part to do it? We don't know. Who no. knows? Yeah, I don't know. He 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 said it looks like a backhoe tore the barn down in the middle of the night. He didn't he say didn't that. that. Yeah. Who knows? We don't know who he did He wasn't it. driving the backhoe. However. According to him. I feel like someone's going to regret this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the circumstances a little bit suspicious. Wasn't happy to see this yesterday. I got a news alert popped up on my phone. World Health Organization has officially declared the outbreak of coronavirus from China a global emergency after the number of infected people spiked more than tenfold in a week. Mm-hmm. United Nations Health Agency made the determination on Thursday. To date, China has reported more than 7,800 cases, including 170 deaths. 18 other countries have reported cases. But no deaths from any other country but China. Nothing in Canada at this point. They say they're ready. I mean, our officials, we dealt with SARS, and they said they learned some valuable lessons, and they say they're ready for this thing. They say they're ready, and I think now a lot of countries are stopping flights from coming from China. Uh huh. But they should. I don't. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but like they're like, oh, nothing to worry about. And then a week goes by. Okay, we are going to stop all the flights. Well, what about last week? Uh-huh. Uh huh. And and then they say, oh, and we're going to send a plane to get all the Canadians from China and bring them back here. Yeah. But they're. I'm sure they're going to keep them. Uh, contained, keep a close eye on those people until they're sure that there's no chance of the disease spreading. Um, we were talking about this. I, I Here in the city, I'm out and about doing chores. I'm seeing more and more people wearing the, uh, the surgical masks over their faces. Mm-hmm. SARS masks, as some people refer to them as. Well, this guy took it to the next level. There's a video that's circulating the internet of a man in China. It looks like he's at a bus station or a train station here. And he's decided to rig up his own protection from the coronavirus. Here he is. These are the guys behind the counter filming him, laughing at him. (laughs) So what he's done is, you know, a water cooler, the big jugs of water from a water cooler? The old Culligan water, yeah. you know, at the, at the what works, work, uh, work kitchen. He cut the bottom out of a, a water cooler jug, and he's wearing <laughs> it over his head like a helmet, like an astronaut helmet. And he's got a mask on underneath. Oh, my He's gosh. taped the little hole at the top of the jug shut. That should do it. And he's wearing a... A water cooler jug <laughs> as a helmet. 
There's a there's a big gap where it goes over his shoulders too. By the way, yeah, is there I can't not? Really like, see it. it's kind of blurry. I can't really see if he's got something. Maybe he's got his shirt or his coat pulled up. Turtleneck. <laughs> you got a turtleneck, and you put the turtleneck on the outside of yeah. the jug. It looks like if you put one of those Futurama severed heads. You know, in Futurama, the celebrities yes. stay around forever because their heads just are in a jar. It looks like that on top of somebody's shoulders. Totally. Here's the translation of what the uh, the people at the train station are saying who are filming them. This brother, well done. The protection is great. Awesome. <laughs> I saw a guy. <laughs> I saw a guy driving down the streets of China too in a see-through plastic bag filled with air. So <laughs> I don't know how else it, like you know like a bubble boy from like the 90s that that movie Bubble Boy yeah. from Seinfeld. He was in that a bubble like that but it was just a giant industrial plastic bag where somebody tied the top <laughs> and he was driving a sit-down moped. Hey, we laugh now, but if deaths start getting confirmed in Canada from the coronavirus, I may be showing up with a water jug on my head. <laughs> Taz and Jim, here on the show, when somebody does something good, we give them a Tasmania kudos. When they do something that we don't like, we give them a Tasmania pudos. And this morning, I got to give a Pudos. Today, Pudos going to Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Did you see what he did 11 hours ago, Jim? No, but I know he's not in the Super Bowl, so what could he have done to bother you? He posted a cryptic picture on social media. Here it is. It's a dark hallway. Looks like it's at Gillette Stadium. And Tom Brady is exiting, exiting this long tunnel, black and white, artsy photo of Tom Brady walking out of a hallway. And obviously, you look at this picture, what's the first thing that goes through your mind? Subtle retirement announcement. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. That's it. I'm calling it a career. But there's no words? He didn't, just the photo? Just the photo. Super Bowl's on Sunday. This is pretty petty. Trying to make it about himself. You've had enough Super Bowl (laughs) weekends, Tom Brady. Yeah. You choose the Friday heading into the biggest weekend in the game to drop this on everybody so the Mm. conversation shifts from the Chiefs and the 49ers to, oh, is he? Isn't he? Is he? (laughs) Is he going somewhere else? Is he calling it a day? What's going on with Tom Brady? And the, the fact that he didn't write anything, that he made it so cryptic, it's it's like um, a teenage girl looking for attention on Facebook yeah. or, or Instagram. Some days I can't even. I don't know if I can get out of bed this morning. Oh, people make me so angry sometimes. <laughs> you think life is going to turn around, and then it doesn't. Oh, you'll never believe what happened to me today. Tell us. Yeah. If it's if you want us to know, I'm, okay, what happened to you? <laughs> What's going on, Tom? Comment section. Tom, are you okay? Are you going to retire, Tom? Girl, you know you can at me if you need someone to talk to. Tom should have just put, I like this picture, and then tweeted it out. Feeling cute. Might delete later. <laughs> oh... When I walked down this tunnel, I remember how good I felt. For sure. I don't even know anymore. If it turns out, if he posted this and it turns out he's not retiring, I'm going to be even more angry, (laughs) right? 
And he just yeah. does it to, as a jerk. It's like this picture. I look at this picture. It's like, if I can't be in the Super Bowl, I'm taking my deflated ball and I'm going home. No one can be in the Super Bowl if I'm not in the Super Bowl. It's not that good of a picture. It only means one. Like it only means one thing. Assuming, Assuming yeah, 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 you, you know. yeah. You look at that, and the presumption is that Tom Brady is retiring. Yeah, it means nothing. You can't see his face. It's a silhouette. It's not that good of a photo. It's black and white. But why else would you post that? <sighs> Pretty selfish, Tom. <laughs> One of the all-time greats, no question. When you hear the word Super Bowl. One of the first players you think of, if not the first, is Tom Brady. He didn't need to do that. Should I give him a retweet? <laughs> <laughs> That'll show him. I'll teach him a lesson. Retweet. There you go, Tom Brady. Who do you trust? Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday. You got J-Lo doing the performance. Should be interesting. Love it. On the phone, I believe, another Jim, Jim Shindell. How you doing, Jim? Good. How are you guys? We're going to call you Shindell from here on out so it's not confusing, okay? That's fine with me. Each of us has a fact about J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, and you have to guess whether or not, uh, well, you have to figure out who's telling the truth, okay? So cut through the BS. You pick who's telling the truth, and you're going to win a prize. Sweet. Let's start with Jim Kelly's fact about J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez is her real name, if you didn't know. I believe And it. her nickname is J-Lo. And J-Lo was kind of like a new nickname. I think it was like late 90s when she started calling herself that. And when she started going by J-Lo, she obviously tried to trademark the name J-Lo. And then that's when she got in a big uh, lawsuit legal battle with Jell-O. Over the over the name because it is very close to Jello. Uh huh. And you know you always spell out Jello like that's part of the commercial J E L L O. Yeah. A lot of kids misspell it and would spell it J L O or J L L O, and they thought there'd be a lot of confusion. So they took her to court. J Lo won. J Lo has trademarked the name J Lo. Take that, Jello. In your face. Okay, Shindell. Here's uh, my fact. Jennifer Lopez. She dated Ben Affleck for a while. You remember that? Mm. Yeah. They were together for a while now. The Aff. They, uh, it was Benifer, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that Benifer. was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They broke up, and J-Lo still pays Ben Affleck monthly support payments to this day, believe it or not. In their separation agreement, Affleck, you think he's a big, rich, famous celebrity. J-Lo makes way more money than him. Mm. So she pays him roughly $108,000 U.S. a month in support payments. That's the truth. Okay, let's go over to Jacqueline Carbone here, who's doing news for us this week. Jacqueline, what is your fact about Jennifer Lopez? So Jennifer Lopez is good friends with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, who we all know from uh, that Netflix show Goop, or her website Goop. Yeah, she's a um, big fan of the Goop. Some interesting stuff going on there. So once a month, J-Lo and Gwyneth Paltrow get together to drink wine and steam their vaginas. (laughs) Sounds like like a a fun time, right? I don't even know how that would work. Like, do you... Do you each bring your own steamer, or do you share one? Is it like smoking a hookah with a friend? 
<laughs> you go to the lounge. Couple of hoses hooked up to the same unit. Ooh, steamy in here. Like, I don't, clears them out, right? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> do, do you know this process? You know anything about this process? I can honestly say I have never, never steamed my vagina. Hmm. I'm picturing like the thing you used to in the hotel room if your your shirt's a little wrinkly, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Something I, similar to that. I'm picturing them sitting on something like a like a train engine, and like a, there's a guy going. Tee, tee. <laughs> Yeah. If you steam, steam. if you steam your vagina with anything other than a coal, (laughs) coal engine, then you're just doing it wrong. No, it's natural. (laughs) It comes from the ground. (laughs) Coal. Uh, Who do you trust here? Is it uh, Jim Kelly, Jello, and J Lo got into a legal battle? Is it myself, Taz, that uh, she still pays Ben Affleck? support payments every month or is it the vagina steaming with Jacqueline? Well, I have heard that Gwyneth has a candle line that has a vagina scented candle. Sold out. Sold (laughs) out on her website. Those vagina scented candles? Yes. You can't buy them anywhere. Hmm. Who's vagina? Her vagina? (laughs) Yeah, because it's not like it's one everybody's unique. We're all snowflakes, right? Everybody's (laughs) unique. So who... (laughs) I don't know. I think I. Uh, I think I might trust Taz. After all that, with the with the candle and everything, you're going with me. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were uh, like sniffing a trail, like uh, Sherlock Holmes. There, <laughs> that's quite the, the right trail to sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Who's telling the truth? So uh, maybe it's the vagina story. Oh, it's me. <laughs> 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 Jacqueline is telling the truth. J-Lo and Gwyneth Paltrow once a month. Once a month, by the way. That seems like it. you could at least do it biannually. Like every month. <laughs> once a quarter. Yeah. 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 Quarterly. Uh, if you want the wrinkles to stay out, you got to steam it often, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.